0: Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss philosophy, faith, leadership, nonprofits, and a host of social issues. We want to add value and understanding the dignity and freedom of human beings. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher. Thank you for joining the Humanity Matters podcast. Once again, uh, this is going to be a special two part episode as I have my queen, Nicole Fletcher, joining me on this first hour and then join us for a QA and a in the second hour. So hope you guys enjoy it. As always, email me humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Find me on YouTube, Humanity Matters, also on Facebook, Instagram. Just look up Phil Fletcher or Dr. Philip Fletcher. All right, y'all take care and enjoy. Hey, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Dr. Philip Fletcher with the Humanity Matters podcast, where we discuss philosophy, faith, leadership and social issues. We're committed to celebrating the dignity and freedom of human beings. I hope everybody is having a, a fantabulous quarantine month. Wow, in it in April already. Hope everybody's keeping their heads up and everything. And wanted to holler at uh, everybody and welcome to the podcast and Facebook Live today. The Queen Nicole Fletcher, once you say what's up to everybody,
1: hey everybody,
0: righteous. And so, before we get started, want to do uh, thought for the day, and this is coming from N.T. Wright, Simply Christian. If you are a Christian, hey, it's the Holy Weekend. Jesus crucified on Friday, preaching on Saturday, about to get up with victory in his hands on Sunday. So I want to talk about what N.T. Wright had to say about the resurrection and its implications and all of that good stuff. And he says this, quote, God does indeed intend to put the world to rights. That means make everything right. There is a cry for justice, which wells up from our hearts, not only when we are wrong, but when we see others being wronged, it is a response to the longing and the demand of the living God that his world should be a place not of moral anarchy where the bullies always win in the end, but of fair and straight dealings of honesty truthfulness and of rightness. Close quote. That is from the bishop, N.T. Wright, in his book, Simply Christian, reflecting on the resurrection and its implications. And so, hey, so you want to connect? You're on Facebook. Find Dr. Philip Fletcher on Twitter, Dr. Philip Fletcher on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Humanity Matters channel. Some great videos up there. We're doing the Created in Freedom Series, and then on Instagram as well. So, Cole, what's going on with you?
1: Um, nothing much. Sitting in the house with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: she getting shy
1: or something like that? No, I was reading, actually, the comments, uh, and I was curious about our format. Like,
0: Yeah, I'll take care of all that. You just talk, yeah.
1: Okay. Right,
0: right. Well, I'll just talk. So, how is the quarantine treating you, just overall?
1: Oh, you're ready for me
0: to talk? Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah.
1: Um, the quarantine overall is treating me like a quarantine. Um, I think there are some some positives and there's some negatives. Um, I think there's a lot been revealed about people's thought process, um, and I feel like for me personally, there's been some um, ingenuity, um, creativity um That oh, has been yeah, established, be and um, all of that. Oh, what did I just do? And there's some negatives. Ah! I think
0: there. All right, hold on a second, everybody. We'll be right back. Oh no! Oh no! I don't know what just happened.
1: You need to comment in the thing that, yeah. like, we died. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're having some technical difficulties, everybody. We'll be back in a second on the Humanity Matters podcast. Oh, there we go. Boom. 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 All right, everybody. Sorry about that.
1: Okay, so as I was saying, you asked the question about how the quarantine has um, affected me. I said there's been some pros. There's been some cons. Um, I feel like I've become more creative um in a lot of ways and have established some um new things, kind of been pressed to start and try different things. Um so that's been awesome. I've had some downtime to um just connect with my family and um pick up some little projects, different things like that. Um, so I'll just keep that part positive.
0: Alright, so what's some of the different projects you've been working on?
1: Um, okay, so the first project is this puzzle. It's a Star Wars puzzle. Okay. Um, when I'm finished with it, I'm giving it to you, like, as a gift. So right. there's that. That's my, like, quarantine gift to mm. Um But it's just taking me too long, and it's a lot of little pieces, and so it's kind of annoying, but, like... I think it's because of Jane the Virgin. Oh, that's true. Jane the Virgin has really consumed right. a lot of our together time. So we probably right. watch at least three to four episodes a night. Um, But the cool part about it is there are five seasons, so we get to go through it. I think we're on season three now. Yeah, we are. And we just started during the quarantine.
0: Yeah. We've been blowing through those jackets. Yes. What else you been doing?
1: Um, So the puzzle, watching Jane the Virgin. um, I've painted quite a bit um, with my daughter. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done some little... I used to scrapbook a lot and I loved it. And so... I've started kind of scrapbooking a little bit and then also working um, virtually and with my clients.
0: All right. How's that been going?
1: Um, That's been awesome. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised at how awesome virtual support has been. And so I'm loving it. How so? How so? Um, I... in In the way that I, I'm actually more skilled than I thought I was, <laughs> and this is uh, this may sound whatever it's gonna sound like I don't care you take yeah, it out your people
0: some flesh on it
1: um so I'm a doula um mm-hmm. and so the word doula is a Greek word and it means woman serving woman um basically, I come alongside expecting and parenting women um to prepare them for the journey of labor as well as um support them in their postpartum period so there's childbirth classes that come along with that there's education there's preparedness that comes along with that and um i've been able to do a lot of that virtually when i've never really done that before so all of my work has typically been person to person or in person and now it is virtual um due to covid So I think it's been awesome. I still feel like I have a very personal touch with my clients. um, And I'm able to articulate like, hey, get into this position. And dads are actually stepping up to to the plate and being more active in labor um, than they used to be. Okay.
0: All right. You can keep rocking that. All right. Good deal. So COVID and kids. So we got three kids. One is our son, he is 21, he doesn't live with us, Uh, 19, our daughter, Uh, she lives here in Conway on her own, and then we got a senior at the high school, Conway High School, who she is, she has graduated. Yes, Yes, she has. She has, like, rocked it, and she is headed off to college next year. So, what's your thoughts? How's she been doing? Just your insights.
1: Um, uh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's handling it well, um, but I think it's very difficult um, for her. Um, I feel like she's thrust into an environment um, of adulthood and managing like life consequences, um, things outside of your control, um, maybe prematurely. Um, in some respects, I feel like it's, it's just, it's very difficult. And it's- Why is it difficult? Um, because you have an expectation. Um, I feel like seniors have an expectation of what this is supposed to look like, especially the second, um, you know, semester that's typically more fun and where the seniors are really building their memories and their connection. Um, I think for our daughter, it's particularly difficult because she's watched, um, her siblings do it before her, and then it's her turn, and it's it's nothing like their experiences were anymore. Yeah, I mean it's. it's... I mean,
0: you keep going on in the house about this. Like, tell us what's going on. I there. mean, I
1: feel like I need to like get into a groove of it.
0: Yeah, so tell us.
1: Um. So. As far as building those memories, I've, you know, kind of been on social media at different points and talking to different people and or kind of back and forth with different people. And some people are saying things like, well, they're not going to the war, so they should be happy. Um, But I think they're, you know, apples and apples and oranges, like two totally different things. So um, these people, more than likely, like myself, have had um, their senior experiences. Like I look back in my books and I can see all my pictures and have all of that memory. And so I'm, I am broken hearted for my daughter that she doesn't, um, won't be able to have that at the same time, trying to maintain a positive mindset um, there. We have to find other ways, creative ways, but I'm also very much a part of, I believe very much that she should have the opportunity to vent and, like express herself and say what she's frustrated about or have a bad day regarding it so those are those are generally my thoughts um i i think i've calmed down a little bit i i was mad at the very beginning what um, were you mad about i i feel like what was the, how were you feeling what were you i think robbed I okay feel like as Explore a mother uh-huh. um I felt Robin, you know, like we had talked about, you talked about earlier, we have three children. And so our youngest is probably the most and has always been the most like into school. And Mm -hmm. so that's made it, um, probably the most difficult because, um, you know, if there was a day like a movie or something and we'd be like, Hey, we'll check you out of school and let's go for this movie. Don't tell anybody. But, um, If we would do that, she would be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get checked out of school. So this is that child. So now she's being told that she cannot go. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's very social and, you know, kind of, she's a social butterfly. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it creates a sense of, like, just as a parent, you want to, like, you want to fix stuff. You want to make it right. You want to make it better. You want to do something. And our hands are virtually tied in this situation. And we understand, like, the health of other people and the health of ourselves and, and how this is spreading as much as we possibly can. Um, but it still doesn't make it any easier to understand. Understanding it doesn't make it easier to swallow.
0: Okay. So how how could parents have been helped through this? Especially parents who had... Seniors in high school, and I would even mean, argue, uh, se- uh, parents who had seniors in college. Uh, yeah. What would have been things that could have been done?
1: I feel like hindsight is always twenty twenty, and it it's easier is. to yeah. sit on this side of it, like mm-hmm. as a parent, um, and not as a uh, in politics or you know what I'm saying. Like it's easier to like be in the popcorn. Mm -hmm. whatever you call them, you know, like in the viewing stands Mm -hmm. and critique everything and say, this is right. This isn't right. Um, I don't envy anyone in those positions. I think they are very difficult positions to be in and difficult decisions are being made. Um, so what could be done? What could have been done differently? Uh, I, I don't know because I don't understand. I still don't understand the full ramifications of what's going on. Um, I feel like maybe some more open dialogue, maybe some more, um, I don't know, like school in smaller doses. Something needed to happen different, but I'm not exactly sure what. Um, Maybe even a grace period of let's talk a little bit and then we can come back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, It felt like like the students did not have closure. Um, it was, you know, one day there's an announcement. Hey, this is going on, and then all of a sudden, it's um, it's over, um, and and that's been difficult. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. So here, because here's my my thing is, um, yeah, I get it that um, you know you don't envy the job the persons in those positions, right? But my thing is one, they chose for those positions. Oh, Either true. they applied to be in those positions or they ran for office to be in those positions. Uh third, I think um, you know, a lot is put on parents through a K through twelve system mm-hmm. where essentially um they're they're told that their kids have to be there. Like if you miss in common public schools, if you miss ten days, like then you gotta go to this kids' court attendance court or whatever Mm -hmm. and the parent has to come so you're made responsible to have all the kids there now you you know you have a situation happen um i think you also you have an obligation to make something happen yeah you can't just dismiss it you can't just be like well you know we just got to wait and see what is um you know you're paid or you're elected to come up with a plan and I, and I think that is important because if if we're required to have kids there and there's expectation of parents, then there we have expectations of you as well.
1: Right. I mean, I mean that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I think on, um, you know, I'm thinking as like as a mom myself and, and looking at the role, I wouldn't want to be the one making those decisions. But the same thing at the same token, um, I didn't sign up for that. Um, and I don't think that parents should have to go to jail if their kids miss, you know, 10 days of school or, you know, that type of deal. So I know I, the argument on the other hand is like, this is a pandemic and nobody's prepared for that and blah, la la, We haven't thought about no it. No one's
0: ever prepared for a pandemic.
1: Right. So ever. with that being said, I yeah. think even a, um, like a conversation, like, um, um, uh, um, uh, I don't know, a gentler communication, you know what I'm saying? Or setting a date further out. So instead of canceling things, that was one of the things. Instead of canceling things, I think postponing um, might be a better option or a better idea, might make people feel more connected and the students um, have a more complete experience. Um, My daughter was looking at or looking at and been accepted to um, the University of Oklahoma and one of the freshmen, incoming freshmen noted, um, she said, could we have a freshman prom? Um, because, you know, the the deal is the world is dealing with this. And so it's not just, you know, our, our daughter at Conway High School dealing with this. It's students from around the world, really, mm-hmm. that are dealing with this. Um, so I thought it was really nice and ingenious for her to suggest Um, colleges doing a freshman prom Mm -hmm. um, because they know a lot of the students missed that opportunity. So Mm -hmm. I think that was cool. Um, And I think we're going to find more people to get creative, Mm -hmm. you know, during this time and to find solutions. Um, I do feel like the school district at this point should have already put out a date and a plan for graduation. Um, One of my, one of our kids' friends, you know, she's a senior and her university, has already like pushed out the date to August 8th. Mm -hmm. So they would normally be graduated in May, but they have a date August 8th. And so I think that gives a cushion, but also it settles the mind. Like it settles people like, okay here, if it's not this time, May 17th, Mm -hmm. um, but it's, I don't know, July 10th. Mm -hmm. Okay. We can work with that. Mm -hmm. So it gives, I think hope and Mm -hmm. some reality. And it, it, it says we're working on a plan. It mm-hmm. says we're working, mm-hmm. um, and not to say that anyone's not working, but it it gives that message mm-hmm. and yeah. gives some more confidence. Yeah,
0: that's good points. Hey, it's Doctor Philip Fletcher with Nicole Fletcher, the Humanity Matters podcast. If you have a question here on uh, Facebook, just put it in the comments section. Give us a wave, thumbs up. You know, thumbs down if you don't like it. Hey, taking all comers. We're adults. We won't be bothered. <laughs> You'll see in a few seconds as we continue to talk. Uh, find us on Facebook, Philip Fletcher or Nicole S. Fletcher. You can find me on Twitter, Dr. Philip Fletcher. You on Twitter? Don't
1: worry about Twitter. All
0: right, find me on YouTube at Humanity Matters. Find the red face logo. Uh, Instagram, Dr. Philip Fletcher. You on Instagram?
1: Yes, Nicole mm-hmm. the period, the period mm-hmm. doula. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Check My out yeah, check out our nonprofit, coho58.org. Make a donation. We're helping out families, rental assistance, utility assistance. You can make a donation to our COVID relief, all of that good kind of stuff. Check out Hope Village as well. We're in the midst of raising money for our small homes. That is still going on, and that is going to happen. Got to come up with solutions. Can't complain. Put your, put your hands to the dirt and build something. All right, so quarantine. So, Nicole, so we talked about family and work and kids and school. So, like, 42 out of 50 states are, like, got some kind of Mm stay-at-home type order. You know, we got this thing called social distancing. I would really call it physical distancing if you really think about it. Uh, But that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. So, what do you think about you got to stay at home. It's it's encouraged. There are guidelines. Okay. Why don't you shoot, shoot us? Everybody's heard my,
1: my thoughts about it. What, what you got to say? Well, let me start by I yeah. first saying, I really feel like you're stirring and you're trying to get me to, like, really get in there. I am. I'm, like, <laughs> ready to, to, like, chop it <laughs> up with people. Like, let's hear it. Right? Okay, so, um... I think it is fantastic to lay out recommendations to the American public, to the world, as far as what uh, COVID-19 um, is doing and the pros and cons and how to flatten the curve, all of that. I think it is amazing and wise and smart to lay out, here are some plans of action, right? Okay. Um, And and you, as Americans, as an individual, as a freed person, have the opportunity to then um, choose to adhere to, follow in line with those guidelines for X, Y, and Z reason. Mm -hmm. And you also have the freedom and the liberty to not for X, Y, and Z reason. That's what I think about that.
0: All right, so put some more flesh on it. I
1: mean, I think flattening the curve is an awesome concept, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Conceptually, like, you know, I thought in the beginning, like, okay, if everybody stays home for 14 days and doesn't connect or whatever physically, everything's going to shut down and the virus is going to die and we're going to move on. Like, that's what I thought. Um, so people
0: had to go get all toilet paper so they could wipe their tails. Yeah,
1: I, that was the dumbest thing, and I'm still mad. Let me tell you a couple things I'm still mad about. What are you still? I'm mad still about? mad about right. toilet paper because it's janky toilet paper out there, and I don't know. People all over the world haven't responded in toilet paper. Hoarding, mm. whatever. So that's annoying. Um, also, you're told, oh, wear a mask. You're told, oh, spray Lysol on everything. Wash your hands. Use antibacterial soap and da 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 and hand sanitizer. Where are all those things? They're not in the store. Unless you wake up at the crack of dawn and you get out there, which is, uh, again, unnecessary, um, it's not available. So whoever... Sally, Karen, Bobby, James, whoever you are that has taken all the stuff so people can live normal lives or are unable to live normal lives, that's, that's chops my hide.
0: It chops your hide.
1: It does. That's dumb. Like, okay. what are you doing?
0: Okay.
1: And for what purpose? But it's also like, okay, I'm about to rant. Okay. Let go me on rant. rant. No, go I mean, rant. but it's no, also this like. Is, this, this
0: is, this is, this is humanity matter, so go ahead and rant. It's okay.
1: Okay. It's this mindset of like. Yes um I am more important me and my family like take precedent over anyone else's family and so I have to make sure that we are stocked up for I don't know the apocalypse and maybe that's what the world has been waiting for we're waiting for like the moment to die i have had this thought i'm like okay so all the believers out there that are like okay Christ is coming back well um, well if Christ is coming back why are you buying on the toilet paper you're going to get raptured anyway right? well no I'm just saying if crisis is coming back and that's the thing that's what's going uh, on right now then it's got to start somewhere yeah like something's got to start decaying and declining mm. as far as our normal our everyday life and so um, why why flatten the curve if you're about to die anyway <laughs> oh sorry maybe that was too much um, I'm just saying, if you're like, Jesus, come back. And I've seen that. Like, well, you're on, not Jesus. dying if
0: Jesus is coming back. He's coming to take you.
1: Well, okay, but things are supposed to get bad first.
0: Oh, that's if he, Yeah, that's that whole thing. That's
1: what I'm saying. So, things got to get bad. So, is this the beginning of things getting bad. But so then
0: why are you buying all the toilet paper? Because you ain't supposed to be here anyway. Okay,
1: so that's the whole other thing. Yeah. So, we don't know how to deal with death. And I think for the last year, I've been kind of processing this whole thing about... Um, death is inevitable. How a person dies, um, you know, may vary from person to person and, and it experience. Will vary. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. but some people might die the same thing, right? Right, right. or the same way, right? Quote unquote. It's
0: like um, that TV show. Remember that TV show we should watch, The Six Million Ways.
1: Oh, to die? yes, that was. Funny. Have y'all six hundred? Six se- hundred? Was it or a million? It was crazy. uh It was cool. I mean, it was very interesting, mm. but. Anyways, um, where was I? at?
0: I don't know. I got you. Ah, uh,
1: to... shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, okay. So the day this is this dealing is a reality dealing, dealing with, with death. death, a reality that I have come to and like come to understand a lot more. The day that you are born, even before you were actually born, the day that you were die is set in eternity. Um, a conversation. That we don't have very often, but the reality is the day that you were born, set the trajectory for the day that you were going to die. At birth, we are, once we are born into the earth, we are beginning the process of dying. Mm. Um, And so when people die, um, that is, that's inevitable. Um, It is, it is given to man once to die. Like everybody going to die. Yes. And so what we have to do a better job at is dealing with the fact, accepting the reality of people are going to die. So are is everybody going to die from COVID-19? I don't think so. Um, but if that's the case, then that's the case, right? Because death is inevitable. Mm-hmm. So some people are going to die from a gunshot wound. Some people are going to die in their sleep. Some people are going to die from... Um, Uh, underlining conditions. Some people are going to die from... you know. There's just a variety of ways that people are going to die, but the fact that people are going to die exists. And I think we have to start wrapping our minds around that. And what people are not doing is wrapping their minds around that so they're inventing or creating all of these ways to prolong the inevitable Mm -hmm. and say that this doesn't apply to me or this isn't going to happen to me. But it is. So you think... However, however,
0: the nation as a whole is dealing with death is then influencing how we're approaching this quarantine. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Um, and why there's so much judgment in the streets, like, you know, people taking pictures of people out in open areas or, um, people calling the police or the police pulling a man off. I don't know, the train station or something because he didn't have a mask off, going. Bus yeah. off the bus stop. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about that. OK, yeah. well, I'm just saying like people are um, are fighting and rebelling against the idea of death. And mm-hmm. that's that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can we slow this curve? Does everybody need to die from COVID? Probably not. But again, if in God's plan, that's the plan. That's the plan. There's
0: no amount of quarantine. There's there no
1: amount there. of quarantine that's going to stop that plan from mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no amount of mask that's going to stop that. You, you see people that are getting this. And, and I want to say this. COVID-19 does not equal death. I'll say it again. COVID-19, having COVID-19 does not equal death. And so when I'm looking at people commenting and talking like on social media and and everywhere else, um, it does not mean that you're going to die from this if you contract it. There are more people that are contracting it and recovering than not. We have a faulty system that will test you and test you positive, but doesn't follow up and figure out if you're okay or not. Mm-hmm. So then they're p- reporting these numbers to the community and or to the world. And the world is like, oh my God, oh my God, up in arms because they're getting all these positive tests, but they're not saying, here's how many have tested and have recovered. Here's how many have tested positive. What other underlying conditions? I heard some governor or whatever mayor went up and was talking about, So, you know, somebody died from COVID and they did it because they're trying to get more money for their state. So like there's all of this spin news and craziness. It makes it very difficult to find reliable sources and and information that isn't spun one way or the other to benefit an underlining agenda. And so I have a hard time like swallowing all this information when nine times out of 10, there's an underlining agenda and that bothers me. I, I don't feel like even our, our leaders are being authentic and transparent with us regarding this. And, and I'm telling you, I've watched scandal. So you think Shonda Rhimes is all that. And she made up this stuff. On her own, I mean, she's cool and she's fantastic. Black power, girl girl magic, black girl magic. Woo, woo, woo. But the reality is she didn't come up with that in her sleep. Somebody told her something. She knew something. That stuff goes on. Think about Bill Clinton and his wife. I think their marriage is arranged. And I think he was never in love with that woman. And I think they got a plan or they had a plan to take over the world.
0: And their plans have been thwarted. See, now I got strengthened strengthen up the protection of the House because you said something against the Clintons. Mm, well, cheers. Anyways, so let's get some comments here, all right? So, uh, Robert Hatcher, what's going on, sir? He said, how we live in any and every situation, including our last days, should reflect our faith, hope, and love. Amen. Nice. Good words, sir. 1000 ways to die. Yes. That was a good show. Uh, Sarita, I think she was echoing your um, the conspiracy scandal. Yeah, yeah So That's my girl. Yeah, so here's yeah. like here's the thing. So um, So I'm a historian, right? And typically it's the people that live like 50, 60, 100 years from now study this period of time and then like they they uncover everything. They're like This is what was really going on. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, Tuskegee. Right. So the federal government was lining up black people and giving them syphilis. That was the government that was doing that. Right. And it comes out later that that was actually happening in the moment. People would be like, Negroes, what y'all talking about? (laughs) Negroes, go clean my kitchen. Right. Right. I ain't federal government I ain't giving you nothing like that, you know. But now we look back, historians are like, yes, this is what the government was doing. Is it not plausible <clears throat> that the Chinese government don't touch it?
1: I was just gonna scroll down so you can see <coughs> okay.
0: was doing something. Hmm. Yes. Is it not plausible? So, Nicole referenced Scandal. Now, I don't know about most people, but a lot of black folks, every Thursday night? Was it I Thursday? It was
1: Thursday. We yeah. had to watch it night. Yeah, on yeah. Home,
0: yeah. So. Thursday night, everybody's watching Scandal. And um, uh, homegirl, what was her name? The yeah. black chick that was sleeping with the president all the time. Anyways, so, and there was all these things going on. I mean they even tried to kill the vice president. Is wasn't that one of those yeah. things? Right? Yeah. Like the governments. I mean, they got that information from somewhere. So
1: um It's just not that far off. off. From it's not reality. that far
0: fetched. That's what we're saying.
1: And we think about I mean, yes. even some of the stuff that's going on now. There's some stuff with Biden and his son and some other blah 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 blah. Yes. Like everybody's got something going on. Um Okay.
0: Yes. So what we're trying to say is Yes, it may have come from bats, people's eating habits. It may have been created in a lab. In a lab. In connection with some professor from Harvard and yes. the Chinese government. That's
1: what I believe. So COVID is real. It's real, right? Corona, the virus right. is but real. I,
0: yes, but we should bring all the information together and not dismiss it, you know, and separate facts from fiction. Nicole is right. You know, the media... They got a part to play in all this kind of stuff. So, Nicole, quarantine, right? So, you you kind of mentioned it. So, you know, in some of these states, like, if you don't wear a mask, you can get skull drug off of a bus.
1: Yeah. Um, Like, on what premise?
0: Philadelphia, specifically. Let's get real.
1: On what premise does anyone um, have to tell someone... They cannot participate in X, Y, and Z um, if, if they're not wearing a mask during this time. So all of the things, as far as I understand, have been recommendations, albeit strong recommendations, right? They have been recommendations and they are not law. Somebody said, poor more, I shall.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm good.
1: I wasn't offering, I was just Uh, showing them. It's Stella. That's my girl. Anywho, um, all of these things are recommendations. And so I don't feel like anyone has the right to say, to then say, um, you violated something, so I'm gonna take you to jail. Or I'm going to threaten your life or do you physical harm because you are not adhering to the rules of, wearing a mask in public, right? So if you feel like wearing a mask in public is the best thing based off the recommendations of the CDC and everything else, then by golly, do it. And guess what? You are free to do that. You are also free not to do that because there's not a law that says that you have to do that. So yes, there's this whole thing. Like if I go out and I breathe air, then... I am jeopardizing the lives of not myself, but my mother who falls into that risk category, my dad who falls into, or my grandma. Like, so the people in all situations, the people that are um, most susceptible have the responsibility to take care of themselves. We say that in every aspect of our lives. So if, you know, I think somebody mentioned before, like, um, uh, somebody had like a peanut allergy. Mm. Excuse me. Do um, is it everyone else's responsibility to no longer bring peanut butter because of you know Susan's peanut allergy? Well, if Susan has a peanut allergy. It's Susan's responsibility to manage and care for herself and be wise about her actions. Right. Mm-hmm. So Susan should not go to the peanut butter table or not grab herself a scoop of peanut butter and and eat it. Right. So we do that and everything else, like you take responsibility. If I have, if I have diabetes and, you know, it's recommended that I shouldn't have this wine, I don't have diabetes and I don't have the recommendation, but I'm just telling you. Um, then if I drink the wine, I am taking that on myself, right? Mm-hmm. The consequences of that. Mm-hmm. And I am free to take on the consequences of said activity because that's a choice that I'm making for my own life. Mm-hmm the argument I feel like people are having is that it's not a choice for your own life, but a choice for someone else's life. Mm-hmm. And so who dictates how someone else's life needs to be supported or not? Like, uh, is it the government? Is it the CDC? Because they have put out things that I don't agree with in general. So I'm supposed to just like, Oh, uh, what is it? Sheep to the slaughter. I'm just supposed to follow you. Like, no, I think too much for that. Now, I might not tell you all the stuff that I'm thinking, but I'm not about to just, it, it reminds me, you know, we you talked earlier, history repeats itself. Um, and in some of our talks, we talked about like, where did police come from in the first place? <laughs> um, and I, I've just been baffled at some of the discoveries that I found, like police in general, like was the whole policing was established to make sure that slaves um, stay basically in their place, right? Um, The whole idea of slaves having papers, right? If you're going from Massa A to Massa B's place, um, you need to have papers. You need to show your identification or your papers. We're kind of doing some of that stuff. Um, When... Uh, what is it? What is it? Essential workers have to have papers if they're traveling during certain time periods. Um, I'm a doula and it has stressed me out a little bit to, I don't have papers that say I'm a doula and I'm going to this person's house to support them or whatever. You know, when this first came down, um, I didn't have papers for that, but I'm an essential person for my people. Like, Who's to determine who's essential or not? So I'm just kind of all over this rabbit trail and all these different places. But at the end of the day, um, who is the one or the persons or people determining what is right and what is wrong for all people? Like never in history has that been a good deal. Never has that been a good deal. Because at the end of the day, there's corruption, there's humanity, which is awesome, but also tragic. Like, folks is crazy. And at the end of the day, they're about themselves. Well, not everybody. Uh, Not everybody, but if if you were put in any type Uh of situation, I don't care who you are. Okay. You're going to choose you and yours first. Every time.
0: Yes. Every time. Yes. I think the issue is... Let me separate the people depending on their context so for our family i'm choosing everything and do everything necessary to take care of my five Mm -hmm. at well quote unquote at this address right 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 so it is my ultimate responsibility as husband as father to make sure i do everything necessary without harming people unless you come at me come at us but without harming people uh to make sure that my family is taken care of and that's for each and every household right apartment duplex even if uh, a guy's on the street right um he is going to look out she is going to look out for his or her own self-interest. And for people to say otherwise. is a lie. They're not being honest to themselves. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'll... All right. I got you. I
1: got you. I'm on your podcast right. being wild.
0: No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, at the same time. Now, as that. As you add different households to that. Right. What happens in my household and the needs of my household is different than the person that lives next door to us. The family that lives next door to us or the family lives across the street from us. So I could not, for example. Oh, can I have your Stella Rosa? Yes. So I could conceivably go out right now. And down the street, Bruce Street and say, hey, it is for the good of Bruce Street that my wife has Stella Rosa like. It's for y'all good that my wife has Stella Rosa. All right. Now, I can't afford Stella Rosa. All right. But I'm going to go to everybody else. Oh. All right. And say, for y'all good, y'all need to give me some money Mm -hmm. so that Mm -hmm. I can purchase Stella Rosa for my wife. Because it's for everybody else's good. Okay. Now, The question becomes. Whose self-interest takes priority? Is it my wife's self-interest who wants this drink of wine or, for instance, the guy down the street who is in AA for the last 12 years and he wants nothing to do with alcohol? What if he doesn't want to give it to me? Should I go knock myself out of the head? Should I protest his house? Should I take pictures of him and say, hey, this man is not giving money to meet the need of my wife because she needs this Stella Rosa?
1: And the answer to that is it's no.
0: Not. So, no, I have no reason whatsoever to provide for... To excuse, impose. To impose... On my street, that they need to give me money so I can go get my wife Stella Rosa. I need to—I don't know—go cut some grass. Figure it out, right? get your Go girl work Stella. at the liquor store. I don't know. Call somebody. and be it's Like, hey, I'll come speak for you so I can earn, you know, fifty bucks so I can get my wife some Stella Rosa. I don't Stella's know. Stella's not asked. that
1: expensive. Okay, she's it's like not. it's like cheap wine. Fifteen dollars. Is it or really fifteen? I mean, girl, you have to raise your standards. No, Stella no? is fine. Is that good? Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah.
0: All right, it's a one-time offer. i taking it off I program. don't need expensive wine. Okay. It needs to be sweet. Y'all hear that? She ain't high maintenance on wine. Go on for girl. Let me see. Oop! No, don't spill it, though. <laughs> all right. So, all I am saying is this. Oh, so, now, the problem becomes with the men and women who are on, in political office. Okay. I contend this. Leaders persuade. Politicians, they use the force of law to get things done. The force. Right? Persuasion is, let's debate. You convince me. And then I'm like, oh, okay. That's a good idea. I can help out with that. Right. Right? But as soon as you're like, everybody's going to do it. And if you don't do it, I'm going to give you a ticket. Or I'm about to skull drag you off a bus. I keep going back to that one. All right.
1: Yeah, that's
0: a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. So those are our thoughts. And we're going to get some more into that. So let's get to some questions. This is a Humanity Matters podcast. Dr. Philip Fletcher. And I got my guest today, Nicole Sharif Fletcher. All the way, the leader of Nurturing Arrows. You, if you need a doula, cause some of y'all are gonna need a doula in about nine months. Yes, you do. If this is your girl. She's amazing. She will birth that baby out with you like a football, right? It'll be amazing. Hit her up, reach out to her, inbox her if y'all looking to have more babies. Somebody gonna have some babies. What is that, December?
1: Um now? November, would December? Be January? December.
0: So we won't be taking no trips or Christmas vacation because my wife's gonna be stacked with babies. So We ain't going nowhere? Not if we gonna make them you gonna make that paper?
1: Uh <laughs> somebody gonna need a doula. I done got a new skill. <laughs> I'ma be virtual there it and is. be in Hawaii.
0: Right. Look, Crystal says she's an amazing doula. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Crystal.
0: Right, she's been doing it over the phone. So if you live in California, you live in New York, you live in, well, if you live in Paris, fly her out there because she ain't never been.
1: Yeah, I want to go places. Yeah, so, I'm willing places. to travel, but, right. you
0: know. So, let's look at our comments here. Uh, <laughs> somebody's talking about a sandwich. All right, Todd. Tara, y'all better not delete this one. I won't delete this one, Tara. I promise. Todd, he's been training for this people. Please don't come at Dr. Fasterville's people. He'll pray for you. <laughs> as he
1: takes you out. I he, said <laughs> as he takes your soul. All
0: right. Uh, Stella, you get a girl. She's an amazing doula. All righty. So, we got about...
1: Hold on. I've got, like, my people are talking and it's not showing up on your thing. So So if you got
0: a question, just put it in the comment section on uh, my feed right here or in Nicole's if you're following her on her feed. Hey, share it. Invite other people. Invite people who have a contrary opinion. I like those persons, too. I want to hear their thoughts and ideas. So, Nicole, what do you think about President Donald
1: Trump and his
0: handling of this?
1: Okay, let's just start here. you need more room I, I feel like I need, need I need
0: you to move over need, so I can be like
1: no, okay so yeah. um President Donald Trump here's the deal um I think
0: the Donald
1: I'm trying to find the right words because on one hand I'm not like a Trump hater um I'm also not a Trump lover and I think those two things can exist mutually um I I do not like to hear the man talk.
0: Oh my gosh, right?
1: Like at all. It's like a train wreck. At all. Like, bruh. I just wanna say <laughs> You're just very nasty. You're nasty. And I just I just I just don't. He's petty and passive aggressive. It drives me insane. Insane. Okay, so that's my first Hey, can you do bit. that impression again? <laughs> Wait, I thought
0: you got a question.
1: <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, all right. Go. All right.
0: So, Donald Trump, um, do you think it's necessary that we release some of these trials of medicines or vaccinations for these people experiencing COVID? I, 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 I just think
1: that you're instilling fear. That's just a dumb question. I, next. I'm tired of you. I don't even like your 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 stupid show, your stupid program. It's just dumb. Get out of here. I mean, get out of here. I just, I just, I'm so irritated. I mean, next. Okay. And as you know, as she's asking and answering the next question, then he yeah. goes back and says something petty to the person behind. Ugh, yeah. can't stand it. Anyways, um, so about the presidente, um, I mean, I just part of me, I don't know, and I don't feel like he and or other people are super duper trustworthy. Now, when I say that, please hear me. I'm, I'm a probably, I'm, I'm about to lose people that think that they're my friends. Um, I was not in love with Barack Obama, President Barack Obama. Um, I was not in love. Give me your black card right now. You can't have it because it's mine forever. But give me your black. I wasn't in love with him. Now I appreciated and respected Mm. and still respect his Mm. marriage and his love for his wife and her love for him and the ride or die-ness that they got going on. Like, I'm here for that. Um, I'm here for the love that they have for their children and all of that. Um, I, I don't think that just because he was black made him like the man.
0: -hmm. But he was the man.
1: I mean, he was a man. Mm. Just like, you know, there's men out there Uh, in the world. But he wasn't the man because he led the government. Okay, next. Um. Anyways, so I'm I'm saying that out loud, and I know some people will unfriend and unfollow me, and that's okay. Um, I don't think so. In this day and age, people don't know how to be friends and communicable and completely disagree. Plot twist. So stay on topic. There's that. Okay. Um. So you asked me how do I feel about uh Donald Trump? Mm. I,
0: I, his handling of this event going on.
1: I appreciate the fact that he has um, supported the states to like the governors of each state to choose how they will run and kind of function for their state and then the mayors of like the different cities. That's called
0: the 10th amendment. Okay. All powers that are not delegated to the, to the federal government are reserved to the states. So if it's not found in the constitution of the United States regarding their federal government and what they can do, everything else is reserved to the states. But states can't create laws that contradict the Constitution.
1: Right. So with all that being said, I do appreciate that part. Um, Is there some controversy or question, like, should he have done, um, got in front of this sooner? Possibly. Um, Again, I I don't know. I also believe um, in a sovereign God. And so that feel like Trump's Trump um, to me. Um, COVID-19 was going to happen in 2020. It was going to happen twenty twenty years ago.
0: <laughs> it was happening. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. You said twenty twenty years ago?
1: Yeah. That was good. Uh-huh.
0: You funny.
1: I am. Yeah. Okay, that's all. That's all you got to say about it? I don't want to go into like my Trump thing because I don't want to get on the bandwagon of like bashing this man um, yeah. for like every single thing. He is human and I also don't want to be like A Trump defender and so it's really it's a tricky spot for me and it annoys me because if I say something like oh he's human and making decisions and yes makes mistakes and dah la la what president hasn't made mistakes or made poor choices um then it's like oh you're a Trump lover and you know my black card is you know people are going to come for me with that um at the same time um I, I don't want to I don't want to bash the man. I'm not in support, full support of the man. Mm. Like, no. Next question. All right. So I got some thoughts. So
0: yesterday, the Surgeon General got up and he, uh, Surgeon General, uh, Surgeon General Adams got up and he was giving a briefing and he essentially uh, spoke
1: to his people.
0: Now, Surgeon General is... That
1: means of color, African-American, black. Black man, right? Good
0: looking black man. Looking good in a uniform, Navy guy, but hey, it's okay. But anyways, he's a certain general, right? And he's getting up and he's saying, hey, black folk, hey, drinking, smoking, you know, things you're eating. Hey, you know, let's do better. Also acknowledging, hey, there's some social ills that's contributing to, you know, our health, right? Pretty solid answer. He talks about, hey, I want to talk to Pop Pop, Big Mama, things like that. I was like, yeah. And the awesome thing was this, is that he had reached into his pocket yeah, because he's got asthma and he pulled out his inhaler, right? And he essentially spoke to young black boys and girls, you know, that could identify with having an inhaler and that they too one day could be a surgeon general. I thought that was like Right? So you got like Obama, who's been like president. Eric Holder has been AG. You got Condoleezza Rice, who's been Secretary of State. You got Ben Carson, head of HUD. Obviously, you got Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court. You got a Surgeon General, a black man. Wow. You know, giving some strong health advice to his people. And the man catches it because he's been insensitive. Like, y'all, like, we're dealing with people's health right now. So it's kind of old to once again want to make this about race like Corona don't care. Corona is a virus. Corona ain't looking out like there are black people. There's white people. Corona is like equal opportunity. Now, again, like my wife said, you got to make some choices. Just like you got to make choices about mask or no mask. You got to make choices about what you take into your body. Just something to think about. It's personal responsibility. Like if a black man can't say to other black people, like, hey, personal responsibility, I, I don't I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: So it's like this. I just when you were talking, it just kind of hit me. Yeah. So people don't want to be told what to do, mm. but at the same time want to tell everybody what to do. Ooh, talk that. Talk. Talk. So Like the whole, you know, we're going back to the Uh, wearing the mask and staying inside and staying inside the house. So there's this big push. Everybody needs to do this. Everybody needs to do this. They get on the page. Just do this. Just do this. Stay inside. All this stuff. Right. So telling people what to do. But then when the Surgeon General gets on and tells a specific people something to do. That he belongs to. Right. So he's not like. He ain't a white dude saying this.
0: He's an Asian dude. Right. He's a Mexican. And
1: he wasn't talking to like Asian people or white people. He was very specifically saying because the uh, disproportionately large amount of African Americans who are dying from COVID as a result of underlining conditions. Mm. And those underlining conditions were pre-existing before COVID came around. So... And and, I mean, we can go into the history and the reason why that is, but at the end of the day, people are quick to tell somebody else what to do and how to do it if it doesn't look like the choice that they've made, right? So if I choose to wear a mask, and wear gloves, and stay inside my house 24-7, and order Uber Eats, and you know, whatever, and have my groceries delivered, and all that, that's a choice that I am free to make, but when people are choosing oftentimes that choice, then they're also imposing that on others, and being encouraged to tattletale, um, to snitch, and are being paid to snitch in certain areas, so it's like, It's lopsided. It's confusing. What are you even talking about? You don't want to be told, but then you want to tell. You don't want to be told what to do, but then you want to tell everybody else what to do. And then you want to judge people and say that they're being irresponsible and get frustrated and talk trash about them on your media outlets when, like, that's wrong. Like, that's wrong. And that is part of our problem.
0: So... Let's talk about new normal. So at some point, like I hate this phrase, but what's said in this phrase says so much. But when they allow us out, whoever they is.
1: That sound like slavery
0: when they let it? us out. When so when masters say, hold on, okay, let me, I'm let me, sorry. Okay. So when they let us out. Okay, when they allow our businesses back open, when they allow you to go back and cut hair, do hair, do nails, when they allow you to go back into your favorite store, when they allow you to go back and start school, when they allow you to do all these things, what's our new normal going to look like? How is our mind being now conditioned? Can I answer some? Right. So, Kim. Okay. So, let's let's, let's look from a black person's perspective, okay? Mm -hmm. Because everybody wants to keep always bringing up and reminding us about slavery, Mm -hmm. right? Wall Street uh, Journal did their 1619 project. Okay. So, let's tie all these things together about slavery. So, slavery was the ownership of black bodies, all right? Slavery was the ownership of black bodies. Slavery was the mental, physical, sexual exploitation and oppression of black male and black female bodies. Mm -hmm. You were moved, not by your own choice, but by the choices of others. And when you chose to move on your own outside of they's authority, or you chose to worship, outside of they's responsibility, all right? You were beaten. You were raped. You were sold, all right? You were nothing more than a commodity to be moved from one place to the next as they saw fit. And so that wrecked havoc, obviously on the mind. Direct havoc, obviously, on the bodies. Direct havoc on no longer having pure black skin. See my white hands. It's just saying. My last name is Fletcher. That's a Fletcher is a uh, name that hails from England. Fletcher comes from the word fletching, which means arrow maker. It's not a white. It's not a black name. It's not from Africa. Okay. So all that to say. That ownership implies control and move. Thank you for listening to the Humanity Matters podcast. For more information, visit the website philipfletcher.org or send us an email at humanitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. And remember, as always, if we remember to live in hope, We can do the impossible. So be love, be kind, and be generous.